My brother's forgiven me. Key, Dr. Hong, brother Numsi has forgiven me. Dear brother, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome back to another episode of Brother Numsi. Season three? Four? Season four. <laughs> season four. Season four, episode Season four, three. episode number three. All right, yeah. yeah. Give, give me, keep me honest. Keep yeah. me honest. Uh, again, the, the delay is my fault. Uh, between episode one and two, uh, we shot episode two a long time ago, like right after Easter. We was being consistent, as you can see if you watch that episode. We talk about consistency because we were being consistent, but I ended up having to uh, go on a trip, and the Wi-Fi was not good enough to upload the uh, episode. Um, so that's that's on me. I had everything ready, it was ready to go, but I just couldn't get it to upload. So I, it, two weeks later, I finally got home and. <laughs> and uploaded it so hey as long as we we got it out there yeah so uh everything good yeah everything's good yeah life is good. good yeah life is good um so yeah so you want to just jump right into it or you want to talk about you know what i'm saying why you was in a hiatus for two weeks nah, man, i can't <laughs> i was off the grid it's like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you if you watch this channel, I've talked about being in the military. So there's certain things that I'm not going to discuss. And there's sometimes where, like, I won't give too much of an opinion just because of that fact. So just know that, you know, I was I was away training. Um, oh, you had to say I was away with the military. Boom. Yeah. Done. That's it. That's just That's it. it. Well, a lot has happened in those two weeks, brother. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, start off with some tv shows and then we'll work our way through mu uh movies and music like we, okay. you know what i'm saying like we always do all right so uh we'll start off with the finales first so okay. snowfall had a finale yep what'd you think uh i liked it i don't I mean i ain't like this gustavo getting spoiler alert man like i mean it's ain't no spoiler alert this, it's been on I'm just oh, saying for the, like two weeks now. Hey, look, all right, but Gustavo got snatched up. Uh, I ain't I ain't care for that just because I like that character. So hopefully he beat that rap. Uh, Teddy girl got snatched. I thought that that that'd be interesting because like I feel like that's gonna push him to on a team with Franklin. Uh, you know, in the next season or so, you know, like hey man, I need help. I gotta get this girl back. Um, um, his girl got snatched by the KGB, so it's right. kind of a, a different dynamic between. Right, um, he can't US he can't go to the CIA. He can't go to CIA with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why he, he probably won't have to go to Franklin. Um, I'm still like his his aunt got to go, and her whole crew. Um, Uncle, you know, Jerome, all of them, uh, Bumpy or whatever that dirty cop ex cop is name. All of them got to go. Uh, I like how Franklin ended it, just like stealing from his <laughs> from his aunt and uncle and taking over their stuff, um, and just kind of like going in real gutter style, getting his hands dirty, killing oh, people. Like every, everybody got to die. Everybody he snatched on, on his aunt. He snitched. Did he? Yeah. To the to the to the. Uh, she put a head oh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, to Kevin, yeah. Kevin's brother. Yeah. Well, that had to happen. You know what I mean? Because I mean, Franklin, one, he can't kill his family. You know what I mean? I don't think he's going to do it. So that's why he snitched. So like somebody else can hopefully take care of that problem for him. Um, 
So I'm sure that's going to be a problem for Jerome and Louis uh, in the future. Um, and then, you know, anytime you're playing in, uh, what's the night, that little Miami Vice song, the Phil Collins in the air of the night. Yeah. You play that, like, I'm in. I don't care what's happening on screen. <laughs> like, it's just a monumental song. Like, <laughs> it just make you feel like, oh, man, like, it's going down. Something's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about the uh, Franklin's girl calling whoever she was calling? Who you think she was calling? Her I think mom. it was a mom. Her mom. I mean, but uh, like, who is she though? Like, what can she bring to the table that she that she's calling her? I mean, right now we know she's a con woman, you know. Uh, so outside of that, we don't really know much about her. So we'll we'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't care nothing about this girl. Like, she can go too. <laughs> I would honestly say, based on this season, the next season. If it gets renewed, it needs to be the last season. Oh, like, no, I think they've already said next season is it. Has to be. Yeah. Now, gone too far. This season was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, next season is probably definitely it. So, yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty cool, too. I mean, for him to, his arc from being, a, you know what I'm saying, the, the softy to now the I don't care, if, you know, what happens to nobody now uh shows progression and evolution in his character uh yeah. but he should have did this a long time ago you know what i'm saying in my opinion like people gotta go people gotta go mm. you think leon really left the country uh i think that he tried i'm gonna think that he tried to leave and uh something you know pulled him back in yeah i know he was looking at his boys or his crew, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, with me out of the equation, like, who's going to save these dudes? Because I've been the saving grace for them. Like, I've been keeping them in check. So now with me gone, like, they just finna just go buck wild. So I, I think, like, at the end when he was talking to Wanda, um, that's kind of what he was contemplating as he was just staring off at them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I want to say I read somewhere that before he got that job, it was on Snowfall as Leon. He was working at some, I don't want to say a department store because it wasn't a department store, but it was basically a store. Yeah. Like a Home Depot-ish, you know, type of store. And I was like, how are these people getting found in these different locations? Yeah. Ain't no telling. I mean, he could have went and auditioned for it or went with somebody that tried to audition or they could have just stumbled upon him. Who, who knows how it happens, man? Like, it's, it's kind of weird how sometimes Man, people fall into these roles it's the same thing that happened with uh sean sean scott is his name sean um i know it's stickler yeah. mm -hmm. same thing i was like man where do i gotta go to california and, and work in some store to get you know what i'm saying picked up somewhere so for every for every one person that gets found like this it's probably a million that move out there and don't get any recognition like they are extra playing a zombie in the walking dead you know what i mean but they had they wanted to be the leading person it just didn't work out for them so don't think like it's just gonna happen oh no i know that there was yeah. a old <coughs> excuse me there was a tv show mm. that was on hbo max i think it was about the old um tinsel town i think you me and you was talking about it once upon a time ago oh uh, yeah um what was that called? Is it called Hollywood? It might be. Uh, but anyway, it was, it was during that time we had all these people going up to the gates of MGM or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever and trying to get, you know, trying to get in as just to be a, a extra. 
Yeah, yeah, it is called Hollywood. Yeah, that's what made me think of that when you said that. <laughs> For every one person, there's, you know what I'm saying, a thousand mm-hmm. trying to get in. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, speaking of Snowfall, before we jump off of it, I'm, uh, I just started the audio book for uh, Free, Freeway Rick Ross, mm-hmm. who uh, I didn't realize is probably who Franklin's loosely based off of. Um, I've heard of Freeway, Free, Freeway Rick Ross before, um, but I always thought he was out of Miami, maybe because of the other Rick Ross. That's why I kind of thought he was in Miami. I from Midwest, ain't he? Nah, he's from Cali. He's oh, from South Central. <laughs> See? Uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, his, his story is interesting, and there are some parallels and even some names that are, I mean, but of course, you know, uh, just knowing a bunch of people, you're gonna run into some of the same names, but uh situation's different. Um, so it, will, it, it does make for an interesting story, even you know, watching snowfall it still makes for an interesting story because things are different. But uh one thing that's got me taken back by it is that it's a white dude narrating this autobiography of this uh black man, <laughs> this this crack cocaine kingpin from the 80s. So, like, of course, his rhetoric or his writing style is uh have a lot of slang in there, you know. Um, and this white dude is just reading word and everything. Oh man, just letting it fly. <laughs> just, I was like, who who gave this dude a pass this, to do this? Right. And you know, even if it was Rick Ross, the uh like I know he had to hear it and be like, mm. I mean, you know what I mean? Like this is it's weird, man. It's weird. I don't know how I feel about it. It's funny in a way. Um, because it's almost like this white dude's been waiting to say this his whole life. Like he's <laughs> very, very excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> but then like it's other words too, like you know, just cuz and you know, what I mean, just those soft central terms, like what up, mm-hmm. blood, what up, cuz uh, you know, uh my homies, <laughs> he say that a lot. Like I yeah. should have did a better job with screening who they had, you know what I'm saying, do that. Cause I may I yeah. think that they can. Unless he, like he got picked personally by Freeway, you know what I'm saying? It's funny. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe it was a, a marketing ploy or you know something to. I don't know. It's weird, but it do make me pay attention more. Um, just because I'm like, man, I can't believe this white dude is saying this stuff. <laughs> like, and everybody's just let it happen. The book's been out for a while, so it ain't nothing new. Right, right. So how do you how does that make you feel? I want people to comment in the comments. But like, how do you feel if somebody calls, you know, saying saying these racial slurs, mm-hmm. I would say, who is not of that that race that's okay to say it, I guess you, mm-hmm. say, you mm-hmm. know. And I know we're gonna talk about music later, but Kendrick brings this point up on his album as well. Yeah, absolutely. But uh as you were mentioning that, uh segueing over into uh ATL. Mm. So ATL has a, a that was funny. <laughs> where in the very beginning it was a dude playing video games who supposedly was in high school playing video games with some other dudes who you can tell were black by mm-hmm. just their conversation. But the mm-hmm. camera was only on this guy, and the guy was he 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 passed for white. I don't know if this yeah. is an actual white boy playing his part. I ain't, I ain't look him up. I didn't. I haven't either. But he's playing a mixed kid in mm-hmm. in on that show. Uh, and he says it like 
He flat out says it. And then he went through the hard whole, ER. <laughs> yes. Hard ER. And then uh, he went and told him, you know, go get a banana and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Because at first I thought he was just a white boy. I did, too. Until, Until you see his, his dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, is he a doctor? Like, what's happening? Yeah. But nah, um, he's he's actually black, passing for white. Passing for white. But they never showed his mama. But in but you kind of you know got the gist of it. Yeah. Uh, but in that episode, he was a a, a black a mixed kid mm-hmm. who was passing for white and um identified as white. Mm-hmm. So what was funny in that episode was that when that uh, that guy came and did the speech, yeah, Kevin Samuels, from the he came in and was the uh, billionaire, you know, what I'm saying yeah. from the you know, wanted to give back to his school, so he changed the name and gave everybody uh, graduating senior a, a full ride to college. whatever college they was mm-hmm. gonna go to if they're black, but they were black, yeah, <laughs> and then. Not only was it just if their skin tone was black or they had they could trace lineage to being black, it was more like the culture of being black. The culture thing. Yeah. Which is why, like, even in that episode, you see like Asian students off in the background, like trying to rap and stuff, because everybody's trying to prove that they are black in culture, um, black in identity. Basketball. Yeah. And then they drilled them questions, which I, I, I thought was uh pretty good just to, on the culture um sense of what it like what it means to be black yeah yeah but uh he was naming they was they was going through the gauntlet with him though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh uh what's the guy's name george wallace oh uh, yeah he was, he was funny laughing cracking <laughs> up <laughs> yeah that was george, a pretty good episode kevin samuels george wallace and uh i don't know who the other person was yeah so yeah, on that episode, uh, what was crazy also was that African guy who didn't even get in because he wasn't black enough, or you know, what I'm saying for that culture because he, like you said in the beginning, even though you was actually black, didn't mean that you was actually you know what I'm saying for the culture. I guess you could say. Right. Yeah, it was more of an African American struggle. Right. I think. Like, have you ever struggled? Do you know what the black struggle is? So like, right. even a wealthy black person probably wouldn't have even made it made the cut you know what i mean if you've been upper class your whole life which i mean eh, eh, i don't know if i agree with all that you know what i mean like that don't take away your blackness just because your parents was well off right no exactly uh but it does pause the 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 opinion i would say that those children try so hard to fit in because mm-hmm. their parents are so well off which makes their life easier but they want to fit in with the people that they're you know saying that they're hanging around right like a carlson banks you know right. what i mean yeah from the new fresh prince right <laughs> not <laughs> playing, the old one playing lacrosse and <laughs> snorting speed or whatever he was doing adderall hard yeah. cocaine man <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um and then he ends up getting shot right so then i turn on the news uh, this week, and then we got stuff going on all over the mm. nation. Yeah, that's crazy, man. All over the nation, like, like they they keep it like it was planned almost. Yeah, I'm sure it was on some dark page or some dark web stuff. You know what I mean? Like, were they some form where they was talking about this stuff? It don't just pop up out the blue. You know, wake up on a on a I don't know what day it happened. Was it Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday? 
Yeah, you don't just wake up on a Saturday and be like, man, I'm gonna go shoot some black folks. Um, sorry, plan, man. Uh, yeah. Especially because that dude drove two hours. The dude in uh, Buffalo, New York, drove two hours. Man, get out of here. Always, always get arrested peacefully unless they always. kill themselves. Always. That's the only way they they go out is if they kill themselves. But if they don't, it's gonna be a peaceful. Oh, Same thing that happened peaceful. here in Tennessee with the dude who went to the church and shot them people. Right, peaceful, peaceful. I ain't, I ain't condoning anybody lose their life, but like, is I mean, you got to see that as a difference. Oh yeah, absolutely. Have to. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just a, a straight divide. And I was talking to somebody earlier today about this, and he was uh, he was telling me about how uh, how it is over in Europe as well, and how we, we was just talking about how old the queen is, and then by the time she passes, uh, it will go to the Prince Charles, who's like already in his like eighties also, so. It, he only has a, you know what I'm saying, a short amount of time that he may be able to do it. But as it trickles down, the only person that won't be able to get it is Harry. Because he's already separated from the family. Because he's chosen to not follow in the footsteps of his, you know what I'm saying, his predecessors. Well, he wouldn't have got it anyway. Well, I, I mean, mean, true, but still, I'm just saying, like, you know, had, you know what I'm saying, something happened, like in, you know, Shanghai Noon, where... You know, saying somebody got paid off, that you know, saying this take out, wipe out all of these people so that yeah. I can be the next in line. Nah, it'll be like uh, what's the name of that uh, Prince uh, Alfred or what's the name of that John Goodman film? Uh, nah, that was uh, King Ralph. King Ralph, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like King Ralph. They'll they'll go get Harry. Be like, hey man, like glad you glad you made it. Uh, we're gonna need you to go ahead and be king now. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, nah, man. This I mean, this this world's crazy. You know yeah. what I mean. So everybody, be careful out there. Um, <clears throat> watch your surroundings as best as you can, because uh, you never know what's gonna happen. And give people their flowers, man, when you see them, because you never know that could be the last time you know you, you get to encounter them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Which is a crazy thought. And like as we mm-hmm. move up in age, and you know our parents move up in age, like that's something that I, I definitely. I'm starting to think about, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know when the next time I'm gonna get to see somebody or if I'm gonna get to see them again. So like, you know, tell people you, you know, you appreciate them, you love them, you know, all that type of stuff. Don't let go of old grudges, all that stuff, man. Let that stuff go by the wayside, man. It ain't that serious because you're you gonna be full of regret. You don't want that because you can't get that time back. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, all that your your success and your money and all that stuff is great but it's about the people that's around you along the way mm-hmm. um what was i gonna say oh going back to uh atl about how he i can't even think of the guy's character's name and how he flipped it after he couldn't after he got arrested and he t- started to act black he was you know what i'm saying had the, the way oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything and was talking different and everything mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in his full blackness then. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I thought it was a good episode. The episode before that, when uh, Alfred was tripping on some type of tea that Darius got him on. Um, uh, and then yeah. he ended up with the. Uh, the chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. Hey, I'm calling it. As I right. saw it politically, mm-hmm. the, the political term. Okay, so the, but they even mentioned it in the the episode mm-hmm. um, of what 
who she is. Um, but yeah, man, that, that whole thing, I think it was called New Jazz. That episode was called New, New Jazz. Jazz. Yeah. yeah. It was just, it was weird. It was a weird trip, you know what I mean? To start and finish in the same place, just about. Exactly. And that was, that, yeah, and then you saw him go by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Saw some 12 monkeys time loop stuff, you know. <laughs> um, but the whole uh, Liam Neeson point was on that. Oh, man, that was crazy. I couldn't yeah. believe it. At first, I was like, oh, man, it's Liam Neeson. And then when he started, he was like, yeah, I've said some stuff in the past. And he was like, oh, no, I feel that. I still feel that way. He was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> I can't believe he's even doing this. <laughs> Like it's funny, but like, what if he really feel like that? No, I'm pretty. Hey, he probably does. Like he said, like the whole series, oh this this whole season is about like what's going on in the world, like really, mm-hmm. um, and how people really feel, and you know. So I'm pretty sure he feels like that. Honestly, I, I yeah, That's I, I got I got caught. I said I'm sorry, but I still feel this way, like everybody mm-hmm. else who who gets caught doing stuff. Yeah. He was just old enough to get on this episode and actually tell his truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, ATL, Snowfall, uh, Winning Times uh, finale. Yeah, they had a finale. Uh, uh, great show. Great, great miniseries, whatever it is. Hopefully it comes back. Um, Absolutely. I, I would like to see another season of them. And then uh, Homeboy said, uh, he said he wanted to see them do different teams. I was like, I at least want one more season with the Lakers before they start switching up to different teams like the Bulls or uh, Pistons. Um, yeah, the Pistons, bad boys. I would boys, love to see like them that. do the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I doubt they do it because it's called, I mean, because it's called winning time, I think it's it opens the door for them to do other teams. And then, uh, but if they had called it, you know, some specific like Showtime or Splash Brothers or, you know, it, it has to be about that specific team only. Right, yeah. But I, I like the way that they did, you know, making changes for every season. Mm-hmm. But because they still have so much to dive into between Boston and L.A., yeah. I think it deserves another season. Uh, 100%. I mean, you got Pat Riley got to take over the team. You know, mm-hmm. this this we know happens. You know what I'm saying? Uh Kareem cuts his hair, like what what drives that, you know, all that type of stuff, man. It's been good. Which I uh, didn't even know that he had broke his foot. Well, pretty much broke his, you know, his twisted his ankle real bad mm-hmm. or something. Uh yeah. in that last uh seat was a game five. Yeah. I meant to look up too uh on Magic's end if he won MVP or if he won finals MVP. Cause I know Bird won rookie of the year that year, but yeah. I wonder if there was even a, a different MVP because mm-hmm. uh you know of course it was supposed to go to Kareem finals MVP you think so yeah because they give the finals MVP during that time they don't give the that's now playoff, I mean the whole that's, season MVP that's now bro hmm? when did that I said that's now that's though that, that is true that's true that's why I don't know you know what I mean and I, I meant to look it up but I haven't so I'm curious because that could that could be the very reason for the change. You know what I mean? That could have broke it up to where you have a season MVP because it very well they could have played it that way where uh, Kareem won season MVP and then uh, Magic won uh, Finals MVP. So uh, who knows what the rules were back then? And I ain't looking up to see, but I, I am curious about it. I thought it was kind of dirty, a dirty move by David Stern. 
um, and the rest of them, but it is what it is. At least Kareem kind of kind of understood it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, Jerry Buss, you know, his whole arc and like he's not satisfied. It mm-hmm. reminds me of that song in uh, Hamilton. <laughs> that <laughs> never satisfied. Never satisfied. <laughs> um, even if you get what you want, you're just mm-hmm. never satisfied. Uh, uh, so he's really searching for something, but he, that's not it. Right. He did Jeannie dirty too. I didn't realize he did her so dirty. But she ended up, she's the, you know, she she's a successor. Yeah, right she now. takes she takes the team. Like mm-hmm. we we know this. So how did we get to the point where like he's trying to put his sons who hadn't been there for him over Jeannie, who has been there for him this whole right. time? Like, so what ends up happening between that relationship is I wonder, unless it maybe the sons just bowed out and Jeannie was all that was left. Right. Or maybe he realizes like he really needs her. Maybe she just quit like doing stuff for the team because like the way this the show presented it is like she was ultimately responsible for the Laker girls she was responsible for the club and like a whole bunch of instrumental things that kind of changed them to the Showtime Lakers so like if she stopped doing that stuff what do you get you know what I mean Mm -hmm. who knows hopefully season two will explore that Mm -hmm. yeah but uh overall the show was Show was good. Nah, it's phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. I'm uh, I'm upset that other people. I, I get it. It's your likeness and 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 you know that's you. Your image. You don't up want there to turn tarnished. Yeah. yeah. But hopefully, man, it's not that too far of a departure. I don't, I, don't, I didn't see anything that was too bad. I mean, one we dealing with the '70s, early '80s. So you'd be drinking in your office, like if you're mad okay. because they showing you as a drink drinker or a smoker like that's what y'all did like like you ain't fooling nobody you know what i mean just like sexual harassment was a huge issue back then but like everybody just let it go Mm -hmm. it's a lot of things that like for that time was just the thing so jerry west if you couldn't watch a game okay man that's that's fine like i think it's funny that you were that invested that you couldn't you know what i mean like yeah, to sit me, there that and watch passion it. for the game and for right. the team that you, mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that you was just that guy you know yeah and uh honestly i think i don't even know if he got paid that whole season which i think is funny like it, 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 it seemed like it don't look voluntary. Like <laughs> <laughs> he quit at the beginning <laughs> as the coach and then he just kept showing up for work every day <laughs> he <had already> quit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it does show his passion and it does show why he got to back off his job. You know what I mean? Like, cause he kept showing up, he kept working, he didn't mm-hmm. stop and he cares about the team. So yeah. even though, you know, he may look at it as he watches, like, man, they paint me out to be a rageaholic or whatever. Like it shows like you really care and you really want them to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how the season two goes. Yeah. Hopefully it'll come back, man. Really it's, it's, it's a, I mean, hey, man, it's, it's a moneymaker. The only the problem, I think, they definitely need to show the other side more, like bird side. Yeah, you step away from the team a little bit. Yeah, kind of go to some other teams. Yeah. I like that. Oh, the only bad casting for that whole show is uh the dude they got playing Julius Irving, Doctor J. Like that, he don't look nothing I, like you know. I get that it's supposed to be an older Doctor J, but like that was. That was a miss. <laughs> that was a miss. Everybody else is like spot on almost. But that one right there, I was like, mm, nah. Maybe Dr. J didn't want his likeness really portrayed. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. 
So yeah, hopefully he'll come back. So uh, last TV show uh, finale I got is uh, Moon, Moon, Knight. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah. Another good series. Mm-hmm. Marvel is just knocking them out the park as you know what I'm saying as expected. Um, for a six part series, you know what I'm saying it, it, it was it was a lot. It was, it was a, a lot. lot. It was a lot or nothing. Who knows? Yeah. That's how they ended it. Like either it was a whole lot happened or nothing happened at all. It's all in his mind. Like that's I don't know if I care for that honestly. Like so you wrap it up and you're like, all right, was they all in really in a mental hospital? Was they right. was it a dream? Know, yeah, was it a dream. Like what was it? Like is it are they locked inside uh, Jake Lockley's head or like who's driving the ship? Like who knows what's happening? You know what but I mean? You know, they, like, they played the same thing with Legion. The TV show is on uh, FX. Absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, for the first couple of seasons, but Legion, like, it showed where he actually got out and was actually doing stuff. Um, so I'm sure, like, if they come back, which I can't see why they won't, um, that they'll progress the story in a way that is definitive as opposed to the speculation that they mm-hmm. left it in for this season. But I, I did like, like it. I like the action. Um, I liked uh, his co-star or, or his love interest, like her getting her powers. Like I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of dope. I actually didn't care for the character until that moment. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't turn into an avatar. <laughs> yeah. The hippos avatar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Tyuit or something like that. What I didn't like, I would say what I didn't like about it was these guys having these avatars and just doing whatever they want to do, but they really didn't, what purpose were they actually solving or serving? Like, Kanshu was had Moon Knight and he was doing, you know, one-off things or whatever, but what was the ultimate goal? I mean, his goal is just to punish those that deserve it. <clears throat> so, that, I mean, it's just a selfish need. Of course, he, he's only possession one person, so it takes time to get to everybody. So it's just going to take time. But if he had his way, I'm sure he would punish as many people as he could, just like the alligator. I don't know. I can't remember that one's name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, that's why they souped it up. You know what I mean? And like souls just start, like people just start dying. Like every they had a multitude of people to judge. Yeah. So, but they, she had a following though. If Kanshu mm-hmm. you know, had a following, you know, then he would be able to do the same thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe she, only had, whatever. she only had one avatar. Maybe she was just more powerful. Uh, who knows? But I hear that, you know what I'm saying? Going as Thor, Love and War on uh, Thunder. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, saying Gore the God Butcher coming in, and, you know what I'm saying, cleaning the slate with all these guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> Might come through Merc Conchu. That'd be great. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. Like, we just met him. <laughs> he did. I read season two. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I thought Oscar Isaac did his thing, though. Oh, so, he did a great job. Yeah. 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 So that was Moon Knight. I still wanted to see the, uh, the Jake Lockley <laughs> scenes filled in. I'm still hoping for them to do Season that. Two. Like just pop in the all the when he was murking people and it was just a blackout for us. Like I want to see that because it was a lot of blood <laughs> on the ground. It happened real fast. They came to like, did you do that? No, I didn't do that. Oh, okay. So it's the third personality um that apparently speaks Spanish. I don't know. Look, whatever. Yeah. So uh 
goes talking about Marvel, we go into the movie of the, the so far uh, spring, I would say spring, which is uh, Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, of Madness. I thought it was a good movie. Honestly, overall, it was a good movie. I'm not going to say that. It was, it was surprisingly better than I thought it was going to be. Then I, I don't know if I had a whole lot of, I don't know what my expectations were, but it, it succeeded them, uh, especially in the horror cat- category. Like everything they did with Scarlet Witch was, I've been wanting out of Marvel. Um, just because when they first introduced her, her, she was doing like a whole bunch of witchy stuff. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of went away from it. So to see that come back, like I was like, oh, okay, she's a witch again. Like, good. So, um, but I did like it. Um, I didn't feel like it connected to a lot, even though like it's the multiverse of madness. Like, this is the third time now that we've I seen the multiverse. It multiverse of madness. I just would have called it Doctor Strange in the, in the multiverse, not even madness. I wouldn't call it madness because in my mind, multiverse of madness means that you're going to multiple universes creating madness. Right. They only went to like a couple. Yeah. Yeah. But I just want to see the impact that they all have on each other. Like you had Loki, who supposedly broke the multiverse, but we haven't seen that come into play since then. Like yeah. we've seen different multiverses, but it, it doesn't connect back to Loki in no type of way. And then you had, you know, Spider-Man, um, and now uh Doctor Strange, and none of them feel like they really connect like one broke kid or what the timeline is of when the multiverse broke um but it was a good film um dream walking and all that type of stuff was good uh the letdown for me also was him dream walking into his own body mm -hmm. and he's basically still a good guy i thought it was gonna be some like bad zombies in this movie Oh, like some evil stuff. Yeah. I think it was a mis- misdirect that they were trying to do because they I, just yeah. had the what if series. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, the Illuminati. Um, I kind of liked it. I was, I was shocked. I, I liked it. Uh, I was shocked that uh, uh, the guy playing Black Bolt, because <clears throat> I didn't watch Inhumans, but I was aware of Inhumans and I knew mm-hmm. that who played them. So I'm. I'm sitting there looking at the theater. I mean, I'm looking at the screen at the theater. I'm like, oh, Black Bolt. Oh, okay, cool. Wait, is that the dude from the TV show that they hated? Mm-hmm. That is the dude. Like, I'm surprised they brought him back. Oh, God, he's dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, I think it would have been better had they played it, you know, with two Doctor Stranges. Um, mm-hmm. And then they fought there rather than him going to the other place and fighting himself. And the music, the music battle. I didn't understand it. I like. I I mean, that either. I'm not gonna say I ain't like it. I just didn't understand it. I was like, why they using music notes? Like, are we in uh, Kung Fu Hustle all of a sudden? (laughs) (laughs) Right. But from my understanding, you know, I'm saying that's that's a Sam Rainey, you know, thing. Um, Music notes. Well, I wouldn't say music notes, but just you know, I'm saying like a a a smidget of like comedic. You know, I'm saying. action yeah comedic action yeah that was crazy for it. Not really I, ain't, I ain't really neither I'm, him falling on that stake at, you know what i'm saying when he fell out that window yeah perfect i like yeah. that i like that when scarlet witch snapped uh professor x's neck that was good that was perfect. one of the highlights like how she <laughs> creeped behind him in that red mist like uh-huh. the sound is kind of drawn out like that whole sequence was good her snatching people out the mirrors was good or the puddles and the reflections 
like all that was really good. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think, and also I think this has got to be Patrick Stewart's last Professor X. Oh, he looked old, man. He looked so Patrick. frail. I, I love Patrick Stewart. Man. He, he was he was always my number one pick for uh when he stood up in that dream. I yeah. was like, oh yeah, this gotta be his last one. I would have rather him stayed in the chair. Right. Me too. <laughs> Dude. I mean, I remember back in the 90s when the cartoon was coming, like he was always the cast. Like it's gotta be Patrick Stewart. Now yeah. it's like I think we need to leave Patrick Stewart alone. Like yeah. where's James yeah. McElroy? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. him again. How to go yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, like, I was yeah. like, like his shirt was like, I don't know. He got that box, that old man box shape now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you see rib cage, and I was like, oh, bad wardrobe or something. Like, get that man a looser shirt. <laughs> right, let me help you. Come, let me pull you out. No, how you gonna pull me out? All right, All right. Yo, wrist <laughs> about to snap. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for him. I was like, man, they didn't have to do Patrick Stewart like that. Somebody watching that in the editing bag should be like, mm, let's just put him back in the chair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> can we reshoot this? Let's reshoot this. And then uh, John Krasinski, I like I like him as Reed Richards, but not in that scene. I, I, nah, like I like the, the 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 thought or the hope that he will play Mr. Fantastic. And I hope he does in the future. I hope this is not. The only time we see him as Mr. Fantastic, but that was not a good scene for him. Uh, I didn't even like the way she unraveled him. I was like, that don't even make sense. Like, he's just going to become string now? Like, what? Mm-hmm. what is that? At least Black Folk blew his own brains out. Like, that made sense because he mumbled inside <laughs> his own mouth. Uh, yeah. Peggy Carter got chopped off by her own shield. Like, all that type of stuff. They should have showed sense. that. Oh, they should have. <laughs> that immediately went to art, though. She just slid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that all they had to do was that right there, the slide of the slide. The funny part about that is that she just gave that line, I can do this all day, and then just immediately got cut in half. <laughs> like, right after that. I can do this all day. Oh, okay. No, you can't. See, the whole thing is that they showed everybody else die, you know what I'm saying, some form of way, but they just showed. You know what I'm saying? Scarlet Witch throw that shield and you assumed that's what happened. Well, you saw the top half fall and then you saw the shield hit the ground with blood dripping on it. You know what happened. She got cut <laughs> in half. Like, it's clear. Like, anybody coming away from that saying, oh, no, she's she just got hit real hard in the stomach. Like, there's no way for that shield to trajectory to just like, it went straight through. Yeah, so... I enjoyed it, but I agree they, about tying this all together somehow. They do need to tie it together yeah. uh, somehow. You know, even with, you know what I'm saying, with Thor, the next movie with Thor, yeah. you know, like the timeline needs to be explained again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I, I guess I was just expecting Kang the Conqueror to start showing up. And I yeah. think I think we're getting the movies out of order from what they originally planned. The movies and the TV shows. Because um, like WandaVision was supposed to come out so long ago uh same thing with falcon winter soldier uh spider-man came out in a different order i think he was supposed to come out after dr strange or something mm-hmm. i don't know. so i think they're all so i think that's why we, they haven't given us a timeline because they're trying to play catch up and cut certain scenes out of certain things to make it make sense you know what i mean because they you know they plan this stuff way in advance and now covid and uh mostly covid has messed up their whole Slate. timeline <laughs> yeah. yeah so i'm sure they'll 
I'm sure Kevin Feige's at a wall right now looking at everything with pieces of string, like, all right, how can we explain this? Who's coming up next? Uh, Blade? Nah, I can't do it in Blade, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I'm sure he'll get it together. Uh, you got Miss Marvel coming out next month uh, on Disney Plus, the TV show. That's like an origin story, though. Yeah, but who knows who will show up. I was disappointed in Moon Knight that nobody showed up. I feel like this world is bigger than that now. And the last time we we heard, excuse me, we heard Blade and seen, what's his name, Black Knight. They were both in London and all the Moon Knight plays out in London. Yeah, and they're true. all like part of the Dark Avengers or whatever they call themselves, the Sons of the Night. Whenever something big happens, like an alligator growing to you know, 500 <laughs> feet, I would assume an Avenger would show up. Right. Yeah. You trying to tell me that an earthquake in the in the, uh, the Pacific Ocean somewhere or some Caribbean or whatever can oh, from get Eternals. on the radar? Yeah, can get on the radar of the Avengers. You know, what I'm saying they don't do anything about it, but yet you see this 500 foot alligator growing and nobody says anything. Yeah, whole hand came out the ocean and nobody it, exactly. Nobody gonna show up for that one. Nobody. All right. Okay. I'm sure though. What's the Hulk doing right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, you got anything else in there on, on Doctor Strange? Nah. Or Marvel nah. or anything? Nah, I was impressed. Um, uh, more so than I thought I would be. So good on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't take your kids. I was planning on taking London, but then somebody was like, man, you gonna take, you gonna take your daughter? Uh, nah. I knew that was I was like, yeah, why? He said, man, there's some 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 stuff in there. I was like, all right, well, scratch that idea. Yeah. It's not thank goodness language. I didn't. It's not the language, it's more the, the scariness it's of the it. Scary stuff, yeah. yeah. Jump scares. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I never look at Scarlet Witch the same. <laughs> or strange, you know. You got a zombie strange out there, mouth hanging off. Third eye. Demons. Like demons. <laughs> he made a, he made a yeah. demon cape. <laughs> yeah. I was disappointed in the uh, post credit scene, not the mid, but the post uh -huh. with Bruce Campbell smacking himself and then stopping. I was like, dude, I just waited for that. But I've heard online, like, or I've been watching videos online where a lot of people were like, oh man, that was so funny. Nah. Funny? Nah. It, wasn't it was a waste funny. of my time. <laughs> That's like a, to me, that's like the Schwama. Yeah, but Schwama was funny. I thought Schwama was funny because you, you entered, well, I mean, I guess you introduced this one into the movie too, but I don't know. It was something about seeing all them, like all these superheroes still in their costumes, just sitting just there eating. eating. All he was yeah. doing is sitting there eating. I thought cool. it was funny. And, thought somebody, it was and somebody thought him, you know, slapping his face and then stopping was funny. Sure they did. I didn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. I think it's one of the worst uh, post-credit scenes that they've given us. Mm. But that's just my personal opinion. I didn't care for it either. Um, so yeah, so that was uh, TVs and movies. Uh, slide right into this music genre where we just had a lot of stuff just pop out. We got uh, first off Kendrick Lamar's album. Uh, I would have to say it is a an acquired taste 
And the reason why I say acquired taste is because you have to, you know who he is and you know he's coming with some, uh, something you got to think about, some thought-provoking stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you got to take a couple of listens to it. That's the reason why I say that. But it was a good album. It's definitely good. It's definitely good. I but, think uh, I don't think it's an acquired taste. I, I do think you need to be in the right mind state for it. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. that's all I'm saying. Acquired uh-huh. taste meaning like that. Like you got to have it whenever you in that mindset. Right. It's not a club album. It's not a workout album either. It's uh, this is a therapy session for Kendrick, <laughs> um, and for just for black people in general. Uh, I think a lot of stuff that he touched on happens in the black family, um, <clears throat> and relationships and things of that nature. I really love. I, I, I like the album. I think it's a good project. It took me about three listens though. For See, that's really, what I'm saying. You got to listen to it. Like I just, I just kept repeating it, and I was like, I don't know if I like this. And then, um. Because it wasn't coming together for me at first. I would again. I would. I don't know if I was in the right mindset. Um, and then once I realized, oh, this is therapy. This is conversations that need to be had. But people are tap dancing around it, which is why there's sounds of tap dancing on the album. Because he's saying people are tap dancing around the issues. When I got that, I was like, okay, this makes sense. And this is him telling people why he was not vocal during uh the protests um mm-hmm. you know uh why he wasn't vocal with COVID why he wasn't vocal with things that's happened here in recent events because he was dealing with some stuff and going through some stuff so uh now I, I, I like it I, I can play the whole whole album now you know and it's really two different projects <clears throat> put together but I can I can uh play the whole thing no problem without skipping anything yeah, and that's that's I, he did a good job of actually you know creating that album to just start to finish, so you mm-hmm. so you don't have to skip. Uh, so I think he did that. He did do a good, like I said, it's a good album, but it's not the Kendrick. If you were looking for like a banger from Kendrick, then that's this is not the album that you know saying that he does that for you. Yeah. Now I was in a group thread talking about. Uh, when this first came out and everybody was like yeah this is a good album but it's not what you expected and because it's not what you expected you automatically assume that it's not good but that's not true right uh but for me for 2022 the album that's hitting the hardest for me for uh for rap is Pusha T I don't know if you've heard that before yet no I, I, I've definitely listened to Pusha I, I listen to everything that he do um yeah I'm a big Pusha fan I, I do like this album. Um, I mean, if you're just talking about like some, I can, I can play Pusha in the gym. That's how I rate a lot of albums. Uh, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> can I play it in the gym? Can I work yeah, out to this? Yeah. Can I work out to this? Like, what, you know, what mood is this album going to put me in? Um, of course, like, of course, Kendrick ain't playing the gym. It's a couple, couple songs, like the one where him and his girl is arguing. You can probably play that one in the gym just because it's so they touch on a lot of realistic things going back yeah. and forth. So it might amp you up to be like, <laughs> but Pusha T again, classic Pusha T. I mean, you know what you're going to get out of Pusha T. He's not going to give you a Kendrick Lamar project. He's going to give you that drug dealing music that you <laughs> want. <laughs> like, you, you know, like if, if I cut on a Pusha T project and like this dude is talking about his feelings, I'm gonna be like, man, what is this? Like, I know, like you'd be surprised. Like, man, turn this off immediately. 
it'd be like when Rick Ross started going into that rose era of, of like where yeah, it's like, what it's is, all yeah. like all about the women. Like, nah, nah, man, where's the drug dealing Rick Ross? You know what I'm saying? Like, where's the drug dealing Jeezy? That's the Jeezy I want. I want the one. Yeah. Well, uh, it's like saying Gucci man would be, you know what I'm saying, coming out with a a, a, a gospel album. Right. Come and sucks. <laughs> nah, I don't want that from Gucci or Three Six Mafia, Juicy J. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't talking about doing drugs what what are we doing right now right um but yeah push it delivers on what you would expect him to deliver on so i do agree with you on that it is a good project yeah yeah so I, that's that's how i rate the albums for 2022 right now push it uh then kendrick hmm. not based on you know, lyricist, you know, saying who's the best lyricist and all that and who's top five and whatnot. It's just based on 2022 album. Okay. Well, Cole didn't Cole, nah, the Dreamville project came out this year, but not J. Cole by itself. But not, yeah, but not exactly. So that's, uh, I don't think I've even listened to anything else this year, honestly. Uh, just singles, of course, but no, no album, like front to back type stuff. Yeah. No, what I've been listening to, which is random, it ain't got nothing to do with nothing we talking about. But uh, I put together a playlist. Uh, it's part of my training, uh, all Vietnam style uh, music, uh, R and B. Huh? <laughs> Vietnam R and B. I was thinking about R and B songs like nah, Vietnam, like Jimi Hendrix and. Uh, uh, what's the name? Creedence Clearwater and oh, <laughs> like all this rock. pop rock. Yeah, like uh, uh, Rolling Stones. And so I created this playlist, which is like all music you've heard, like on Tropic Thunder or, you know, like uh, any Vietnam this, movie. Yeah, any Ish. Vietnam movie ever. Uh, Forrest yeah. Gump, you know, insert name. Uh, so I put that together and I've been listening to that. Like I did it for again for training, but then I find myself just listening to it. I was like, man, I like all these songs. Yeah, yeah. Good music. Classics. Yeah. They no one else, no other war has songs like that. <laughs> like those are synonymous with Vietnam. Like as soon as you hear them, like it, it immediately makes you think of Vietnam. And I don't think there's, I mean, you might be able to put together like some Nirvana, Pearl Jam uh stuff for like uh generation x style music for uh iraq or desert storm should i say yeah but it ain't the same it's not synonymous with it you know and maybe it's the 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 movie industry's fault that these songs are so synonymous with vietnam because i went around in i don't know what people were really listening to then you know what i mean and most of them you listen to them are all anti-war songs. <laughs> like yeah. They all are. Yeah, everybody was against it. Uh, it's the same. It's basically. I wouldn't say it's the movie industry. It's basically just the the movie. I'm sorry, not movie. The music industry's evolution over time and what people wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. So you even like doing you saying like doing World War One and World War Two. They was only playing music during that time. That propaganda. Yeah. yeah. So you you got to look at the time of what stuff was. Happening. That is true. That is true. Because like World War One, World War Two is all like bell bonds and or not bell bonds, but uh go war buy bonds, bonds yeah. war bonds. Yeah, go go buy war bonds and you know, very patriotic sounding 
you know, theme music. Yeah. And Vietnam was the anti-war, so. Upbeat, you know what I'm saying? Like dance, but they're dance. They're other type of dance, like yeah. swing-ish. Yeah. You know, rap pack-ish type stuff. Yeah. Big band. Yeah, this yeah, is I interesting. Had, I had, as soon as you said that, it made me think of something else, but I forgot what it was because I started talking about this. Mm-hmm. I, I, hey, it'll come to me whenever. Yeah. But classics, classic music. Like, I, I do that a lot. Like, I talk about the fact that uh, I think in our last one, I was talking about how, like, I don't feel old. Mm hmm. And because of the music I listen to sometimes, and like, sure, people are watching, like, man, you shouldn't be listening to that type of music at your age. But then I go back and I'll listen to some, you I know, understand. stuff from the 70s. You know what I mean? Like, I still listen to Marvin Gaye, you know, uh, Stevie Wonder, some of the classics, some of those uh, Bowtown hits. And, you know, I'm all over the place, man. Except for country. I don't do country. Unless it's the only country song I like is Chris Stapleton's. Uh, was it strawberry whiskey or Tennessee whiskey? Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> That's it. Whiskey. Strawberry whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberries in the song. All right. <laughs> you know what about uh? You know what I'm saying? You don't like Carrie Underwood or you know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't know who that is. Who? What? You live in Tennessee. You say Trey Underwood or? No, I said Carrie Underwood. Oh, I thought you said Trey Underwood. I was like, slash uh, your tires. One of these baseball bats. Nah, I don't listen to her. Oh my gosh. Man. I know of her. <laughs> Dude, Toby can... Keith and you know nah. what I'm saying? A Garth Brooks. I could probably sit, and I probably have been in, I know I've been in the same room as Country Who's Stars before and not know who they are. Like 100 percent I know I've been close to somebody that is a country star and not know who they were until somebody else said it. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not impressed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you, you you go downtown and you can, you know what I'm saying, walk by, you know what I'm saying, all these up-and-coming country artists, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're getting better. I mean, some of it's like country rock. What do you mean getting better? Just because it's not palatable to you doesn't mean it's good for somebody else. I'm saying they're getting better than me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, nah, they, they do numbers. They do numbers. <laughs> they do numbers. I ain't knocking their success. People come a very uh like Garth Brooks, he sell out every time he play. He give away free concerts because he don't need the money. He's just yeah. like, I just play for free. I just mm-hmm. shut down all of Broadway and just play. <laughs> for, like, yeah. Yeah. Have two shows at the Nissan Stadium. Yeah. So they got clout. Like I ain't knocking their success. I just don't know who you are. <laughs> I can stand <laughs> right next to you. Most of y'all look normal. Which is not a bad thing. Y'all Everybody don't... is normal. No, nah, but I'm saying like they're not flashy. Most of them are not flashy. flashy yeah, you know what flashy. I mean? Like, like, you know, you see Pusha T out, you know that's Pusha T. Like he look like he doing something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know this dude, but like, are you a rapper? No, drug dealer. It's one of the two. Uh you you uh, you know what I'm saying? You stereotype, you know what I'm saying? You one of them, huh? I ain't one of them. They do it to You are one of them, man. You stereotyping people Dude, just based on their looks. These country boys are out here driving Ford F-150s, millionaires. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't out here driving Ferraris or nothing. Like, they they go to 
Kroger's and they F-150s and out with their families not being bothered. Why? Because they just blend in. Nobody knows. <laughs> I do. I, I, I give you that. They Everybody, they, they all blend in. Yeah. They blend in. And, and I don't know why uh, rappers and, you know, saying R&B artists now are so flashy. Like, what? Yeah. What does that mean, flashy? You, who are you trying to impress? Other, other, other people who's doing the same thing you're doing, basically. Yeah. Well, Kendrick on his album said that they're uh, compensating for pretty much their, that's their therapy. Like they're mm-hmm. hurt in some type of way. And that's why they're putting on a show like that because they're trying to get you to look away from the pain that they actually have and look at the material stuff that they have. So... I don't know if that how true that is, but we do have a generational uh not curse, but there are generational issues within our community of fathers leaving, of abuse, of uh sexual abuse on top of just regular physical abuse mm-hmm. that just don't get talked about, you mm-hmm. know, which is what his album's about. So um which I was shocked he, to hear him actually come out and say some stuff about that, actually. Yeah, I mean, and even in his, he's saying that he didn't get abused, but like his his family put it on him so much that like it actually gave him a complex about it, which could be possible. And, you know, where you're saying, no, something didn't happen, but then everybody else is saying, no, nah, it had to. Right. So then now. Start to believe it. Not even, I wasn't going to say you start to believe it, but you still going to feel some type of way. And that's also going to take away from whatever relationship you had with that person. So like, let's say for instance, everybody believes your uncle did something to you, right? But he never did, but mm-hmm. that showed, you know, you, you you like him, you like the relationship you had with him. Well, now that relationship is fractured. You're not gonna get to see your uncle anymore because everybody believed that something happened, even though nothing did, you know? And then now he's alienated from the family and you don't get to see that person no more. Yeah. So that could, that could do something to somebody. And then like, especially as a kid, you start to believe that's your fault in some type of way. Um, and then you just hold on to that because we're not allowed to talk about our feelings in our community as much, you know what I'm saying? So like now it's just sitting with you for years, you know, it's just building up and you just have some type of complex or some type of problem about it. Um, yeah, man. But like, it it is kind of eye-opening to kind of hear Kendrick talk about it because like, I feel like I was very privileged and I'm going to speak for you on this as well. Like we didn't have to deal with nothing like that but I know a lot of people do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean regardless whether they were abused or not abused physically or uh or or sexually abused like you know we ain't deal with that like yeah we got hit by a belt but we ain't get abused (laughs) like you know what I'm saying like I would never see what our parents did as abuse like even if somebody tried to make me frame it that way, like it's not gonna happen. Like, I don't feel like my parents abused me. I've seen what abuse is. Like this ain't, right. this wasn't no precious story. When nobody right. throwing no iron at me, you know what yeah. I mean? There's no marks, so no no bruises and no right. bloody noses or, you know what I'm saying, fractured teeth or nothing like yeah. that. Right, exactly. <laughs> like C- CPS, switches. is it CPS or CB? What's the people that come by your house to check on the kids? Um, did you say CPS? Is that what it is? I don't know. Not to make light of it, but like we never had that. You know what I mean? Like I don't think, as far as I know, it was never even questioned. So we lived a very fortunate life. So like I opened it to hear other people. (laughs) (laughs) 
But like, this is interesting to me. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm actually uh, thankful, like especially after listening to like Kendrick album, like thankful that we didn't have to go through that type of stuff. But I know it's like the chances of people possibly going through something like that is tremendous, especially if you're a female. You know, even if it ain't a family member, it could have been. Some dude in school, like yeah, the harassment, mm-hmm. harassment is crazy. And then, like, I think back on like how I was in, in school, like, I'm like, man, I probably could be framed in that way, you know, a couple times where I, you know, I, I should have, uh, I took things too far. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that, that not to say that messes with me, but it, it kind of do in a way, like, I wouldn't want my son to grow up that way. You know what I'm saying? Like doing the same stuff that I was doing, but not can say I didn't know any better, but that ain't no excuse. We live and we learn, brother. We help to, to pass down the knowledge that we've gained over the years to the next generation so they don't have to go through the same thing, which is, I think, another reason why Kendrick is, you know, saying, talking about what he's talking about now. So we, yeah. you know what I'm saying, normalize the conversation. Yeah. And they even, towards the end of the album, uh, after one of the more opening, tracks he got he talks about breaking the curse right and his daughter thanks him for breaking the curse yeah right so that's a that's a real thing like but the more we keep it bottled in as we always have as a community the more it's gonna just keep freaking happening but the more we talk about it then uh less likely it is to keep reoccurring uh, because people know what to look for Mm -hmm. it's something about uh military so somebody was saying i heard uh, a couple weeks ago i was at a conference and somebody had said something about uh we need to share our story military especially those that are in the guard because we're not full-time active duty um not just i was like oh, okay like i ain't never thought about that before share my story right saying the world needs to hear it what we go through who we are and then, like, this past week, somebody else said it. It was like, uh, it was good, but they broke it down in, into different statistics of, like, how many people serve and, like, how many of those people that serve that are active versus guard and reserve and stuff like that. And saying that people just don't know what we do. Mm-hmm. So, like, for the guard and reserve, like, people don't know the opportunities that it can present or what we do. Um, so therefore they don't join because they don't know like it's just all the void and you know you just, I'm in the Air Force I say I'm in the Air Force a lot of people their response to me is oh so you fly planes no I don't fly no planes just because I'm in the Air Force like if I was in Space Force would you think I was in space um, <laughs> like you know what I mean like but people don't know because <laughs> they they don't have that connection. They don't know anybody that's done it. They haven't heard the stories uh, that there's regular accountants. There's regular people that uh, do personnel jobs. There's people that are in security. There, you know, it's, it's all different types of jobs and stuff. Um, but nah, I say all that to say is it's quite interesting um, that people don't share what they go through. So therefore, it's a lack of knowledge. I'm just trying to bridge the gap between the two. 
Um, I was wondering what we were talking about. I was yeah. finish. Nah, that's where I was going with it. Just, <laughs> just the fact that like if people don't, <laughs> if you don't speak up, like nobody knows what it is that you do. You know what I mean? Like I got friends now. I don't know what their job is. Like we, I'm sure we talked about that at some point, but like I don't remember because they don't really talk about it that much. Nah, I share our stories. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, nah, and I, I, I agree. You know, just share your story. You know, that's why you know it's good. And you being a filmmaker, what you gonna do about it? You know what I'm saying? Why don't you go ahead and make some old, you know what I'm saying, 1920, you know what I'm saying, propaganda type, you know what I'm saying, things to get people to come back and join. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I, ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. I was, nah, I can't even say <laughs> I know in some, some, some communities of the military, if you don't like the way, nah, I ain't gonna say that. It's just, we, we different. We a little different breed. Some mm-hmm. of us are, some of us ain't. Like some of some of the military is changing in the same way that the rest of the world is changing as far as acceptance and things of that nature. But then some of it isn't. Some of it is like this is what it is. If you don't like it, you don't have to join. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a very interesting breed of people. Um, but it's more contained and you can't get kicked out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you can't lose your job or uh some of your beliefs and thoughts. Yeah, it's like any other job. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's true. This is different though, but I do want to do some stuff film wise, you know, looking in the military. That's what's up. So um that's all I got for today. You got anything else, brother? Uh mm, I don't know. Let me just make sure before oh, I, I say no. You came unprepared, you know what I'm saying? I did. I did. Oh. So I will say, because uh, it's been a while since we've been on, like you said, a lot has happened. Um, we hadn't talked about Chappelle getting attacked uh, on stage. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, of course, Jamie Foxx coming off the top ropes out of nowhere with a cowboy hat. <laughs> um, what do you, what'd you think about all that? You think, think it's open good. season on comedians? or I think it's just open season, period. You don't have to be a comedian. You don't have to be an actor. You don't have to be nobody. You know what I'm saying? It's open season on everything. Everybody thinks that everybody can be touched, which everybody can be, but everybody thinks that it's okay to do it, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is, it's not okay to do it. You know what I'm saying? That's why we have so many uh, mass shootings, road rage incidents, because they feel like it's okay to do this stuff, and it's not. So that's just my take on it, you know what I'm saying? I get that 100%, man, and uh, I agree with you. Um, it is kind of, this do seem like it's open season for everybody. I think now is a good time to find that common likeness uh, as you enter a space, especially as you enter a space kind of alone. Like, you go into a store and you see somebody that's, you feel like it's like-minded, you know, you get a head nod, like, mm-hmm. that needs to mean something, you know what I mean, like, hey, man, something happens, like, we need to do something together, <laughs> like, <laughs> you run, I run, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. if you run, I run, if, if you get on them, I'm gonna get on them, too, you know, whatever the case may be, but uh, I don't know, man, we need to start getting our community back up together. Um, we need to figure out how to do that without a uh, a disaster or something, you know, like, 100%. We, 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 we come together great whenever something, you know what I'm saying, is trying to tear the United States apart. But mm-hmm. whenever the United States is healed, now we at each other's throats again. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I mean, that's why Putin was almost so good for the United States. Like, it, it ain't been that, 
it ain't, it ain't going that way, which is good in itself too. But when we have a common enemy, we do come together. Like everybody's just peace and love and like, let's rally together. Like we're just yeah. Americans, you know, it's not black, white, green, purple, pink, whatever. Um, we're just all the same, um, which we saw after 9-11, but- Exactly. Of course, all that fades off after time because, you know, yesterday's news is not today's news. That's right. Switch up with Fat Joe said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I caught it. <laughs> but it's so true, though. I mean, like, you can think about every every war that we've been in, every natural disaster, you know what I'm saying, with Katrina or any of these, uh, these hurricanes and tornadoes, you know what I'm saying? People come together when stuff happens. But if ain't nothing happening, then we at each other's throats, like I said. We just need to try to figure out collectively how can we keep that togetherness uh, when nothing is going on. I don't know if it's a uh, a money thing where people be uh, pumping money into what are the people that's called when they lobbyists, you know, saying trying to push agendas one way or the other to try to get people at each other's throats just to stir up some stuff. Right, but. I don't know what it is, but we need to find something different. All right, 100%. That's it, man. I'm going to leave it at that. I know we've been on here already uh, long enough. Hey, I can talk all day. (laughs) (laughs) It's been on uh, Captain America. All right. Watch (laughs) out for Wanda. (laughs) Yeah. Those are famous last words now. (laughs) It's like, I'll be right back. You're right. We ain't even seen Cap in a minute. So where's the... What happened to Cap, old man Cap? Cap done, man. Cap done. Where, where is he at, man? You know, Cap is too, he, he ain't going to let, this, he ain't not going to see all of this destruction going on in the world and not do nothing. He on the moon with Nick Fury. Got to be. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be. <laughs> but all right, brother, it was good talking to you. Ran, down, uh, ran through a couple of different things. Um, movies, TVs, music, politics uh world news hopefully you know what i'm saying we don't have to continuously talk about world news uh about what's going on because you know what I'm saying the world is is doing all right but it's always something going on yeah but uh like subscribe tell us what you think talk to us uh what do you think about all the stuff that's going on in the world how, how do you think that we can change the world, change the, you know what I'm saying, your state, your city, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Absolutely. We can only do it if somebody has an idea. Yeah. Facts. Why not you? (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. You know what I'm saying, play. So what? I said that was my wartime play. Why not you? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh Oh. I got you. All right, brother. All right, right, I'll let you. Yes, peace. Brother Nosey.